Toast them too. Sit right down the fam, explain them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! I liked it better when my hair was up. <laughs> I Why did you do that? Podcasts are a visual medium. Podcasts, I... Well, it's, it helps if we like what we're looking at when we are <laughs> recording it. And yeah. I want you to like my weird image of self but you look beautiful oh i like this whatever what, that's what happening this? what is this i don't know yeah. it looks like bangs almost there yeah 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 all right great oh god oh I, uh, what i think someone's listening to us what does that mean i think that like we're recording what we're saying <gasps> holy <laughs> shit diana i was really scared <laughs> i did not know what you were talking about I thought there was someone in your apartment. I thought it was a surprise for me. I couldn't think of anyone that you know that I wouldn't be scared to see. <laughs> <laughs> I went. I was going down the list and I was like, Ooh, I'm not excited about anyone I can think of. No, I've got Monica in the closet right now. She's oh, gonna Monica! She's going to pop out and oh. say hello. Uh, that would be good. And then I was like, is like, what do you mean? Is our, is our wire tapped? Like, is there some kind of, not conspiratorial, but like technical malfunction that's letting people listen? Like, what the fuck is going no, on? No, instead, we're just recording ourselves talk uh. in a sort of, I don't know, I would call it a podcast format, but. Yeah, but, I like this bit you're running with, but I'm actually having adrenaline. <laughs> I tried to make a pleasant joke and I I was like is there someone what if there was someone standing behind me that like only you could see like I think someone's listening to us like holy shit well all right just to alleviate any future concerns if anyone is lurking in the closet behind you and I see it I will not be like oh hey Avalon someone's listening to us I will be like fucking call the police right now I, I will have already called the police I just want you to say run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that okay, won't be great. alarming at all. All right. Um, so what's actually... What, what is happening? What is happening? <laughs> We've lost control of the podcast. Oh, it took a whole year. Oh, that's right. So Femsplained is celebrating its one-year anniversary. Yep, and one year that's... of podcasts once a week for a total of 20 podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we have fallen off because... We have one person who is in school, like, for for many parts of the year, and we have one person who just does t too many things, and occasionally we fall off, but we have been doing this semi-consistently for, for a year. For one calendar year, yeah. yeah. Femsplained has been part of my, my identity and my personal brand for a year, regardless of time between episodes. Same. I'm saying that's, like, ironically, I, I don't have a personal brand uh, some people do though. oh i do and so i'm saying it unironically <laughs> <laughs> i i absolutely unironically associate myself with two things cogs and femsplained and those are those two things are what my personality is i'm not trying to like seem like i'm grabbing attention but i definitely think that your identity as a dm trumps your identity as a podcaster i bet in your heart I don't think so. And that hurts me, but, like, I am okay with it. I, like, I can come to terms with it. I disagree. And I'm really good at rationalizing 
disappointment in my relationships with you. <laughs> so it's fine. All right, first of all, how dare you be disappointed in this relationship in any way? And two, right. I'll explain more about why I disagree with that later on. So how many episodes do we really have? Well, 20, 20 something. including the two missing episodes. Because what, two, what two missing episodes? We have two, early on, we have two secret, oh, secret those bad don't episodes count. That, we, those don't count. that were too horrible to release to the public, even more. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> let's stick to format. Let's say what nerd culture has done for us. Wait, no, let's do the intro <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> let's say what nerd culture has done for us lately. Let's do the mansplain minute, and then let's talk about it. Yeah, okay, guys, that's the basic outline of Femsplained, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we got. That's what it is? All right, fantastic. So what the fuck is this thing we've been doing for a year? Avalon, tell me what it is. What's Femsplained? I can already feel that it's going to make me go off on a tangent. Femsplained (laughs) is a girls-only nerd nerd clubhouse podcast. Girls-only clubhouse podcast. Where does nerd come in? Girls-only clubhouse podcast where two queer femme human beings named Diana you and Avalon me get to jizz our jeans we <laughs> about things we like. <laughs> That's the best thing you've ever said <laughs> in all the time. Wow. So I really lost, I really forgot the script. Wow. So wait, just because this is a jizz your jeans podcast about nerd culture does not mean that we don't want everyone of every gender and non-gender to listen, laugh, and learn with us. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you can come, how you come, what your genitals are. We want you to join us in our Jizz Our Jeans Clubhouse. That's it. We're renaming the podcast to Jizz Your Jeans Clubhouse. Starring Avalon. It's so much better. Why didn't we think of that in the first place? Well, I know. Welcome to the Jizz Your Jeans podcast starring Avalon and Diana. Wow. Oh, boy. This is... um, listen, laugh, and learn with us, but we think it's important to have these femme-led candid conversations about our experiences in nerd culture. We gotta make space if we're gonna take space. That's right. It really has been an amazing journey, and it's great. So, Avalon, we haven't recorded in a little while because of some technical difficulties. Oh, technical difficulties, yeah. I think that I have something new agey wrong with my energy where I interfere with Wi-Fi. Yeah, she's been using some sort of crystal instead of the birth control pill, and so it's been really getting in the way of all of the frequencies in your house yeah i've been packing myself (laughs) with what i thought were turquoise eggs but it turns out it's just lead yeah (laughs) avalon is full of a lot of dense matter right now it's been (laughs) like the magnets wow i have not had anything to drink we just are really overdue for a podcast i know we we haven't hung out in a while like anyway i finally douched out all the heavy metals yeah so, so now the, the internet Wi-Fi is working now the internet works and we can record a podcast it's phenomenal God. so we have a lot to catch up on that means so avalon it's really important for me that you answer the question what has nerd culture done for you lately god can I tell you, it's like when you haven't called a friend in too long and, like, you know the conversation's going to take so long, so you just keep not calling. I don't even know what the fuck I... Don't make a face. Don't I... make a face. I'm sure you can relate to being bad at keeping in touch. Oh, yeah. Because not like you've been bad. Okay, anyway, whatever. Oh, I have <laughs> What been. has nerd culture done for me? It's made me mad. 
Diana, I'm feeling really mad. Mm. Uh, I, yeah. Today's today's that kind of a <laughs> today's day. Today's a bad day. Nerd culture yeah. is making me mad today, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, people coming forward as they deserve to in their own time, on their own timeline, and it's just, like, really reinforcing... I don't want to say the need for this podcast because, like, by no means am I that self-important. But there have been times over the past year in this journey that I have felt like, you know, kicking a dead horse. Are we in a post-feminist nerd society? <laughs> yeah. Are there enough spaces for us? You know, I'm, I'm interacting with all these people. We have all this community, like, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it just I hear I read more and more stories about attractive, nerdy women being absorbed by an abusive male nerd icon mm, mm-hmm. nerd influencer influencer i'm not gonna give them all icon i know because i think i was looking for an i word but i couldn't find yeah influencer is what i want it's, I, I like the the word used um in one of the recent stories words used the charismatic monsters um mm. In one letter, because I think it's just like, it doesn't matter how big their name is necessarily if they have that like cult of personality. But anyway, yeah. please go on. So anyway, I'm just pissed about that and like validated for this inherently narcissistic endeavor. Yeah, absolutely. We should be here. It's, I think it's. Should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know we Good. just laughed about jizzing our pants for five minutes, but Jeans, this is important. <laughs> this is the alliteration is important for the joke. Yeah, but I can't alliterate because I have trouble with enunciation. God, that's Avalon. a lie. A little bit. Um. All right. So, um, what has nerd culture done for you lately? And then I'm gonna. Oh, oh my God! I've been playing. Fuck you. I've been playing. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I like it so Yes, I was going to make you talk about that, because you keep, like, you come and watch my stream and talk about that game. (laughs) It's like, I need to hear everything about it. Because I want to be talking about my game, and no one's, anytime I try to talk to Francis about the game, he's like, yeah, it's just like Skyrim. Um, no, I'm sorry. Whenever I'm like, ooh, I like the sneak mechanic, he's like, all games are like that nowadays. I know. I just want to talk about it. All right. So talk about it. That's why we've made the space. We've carved it out. Avalon, we have. tell we have me about, about the game. Okay. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So cool. I haven't played the other Assassin's Creed games except for like number two, which I thought was number one, but I think it's number two. Anyway, I don't understand the frame story. <laughs> and <laughs> it seems kind of weird. Can I pause? Mm-hmm. And tell a funny story that's happening to me right now. Yeah. Francis hosts Geeks Who Drink Pub Trivia, right? Yes. And they have bonus rounds. And the way the bonus round has always worked is that you rush up to the table, he asks the question, and it's the first person who can hand him the answer on a scrap piece of paper gets the bonus round. And the bonus round just gets you like five bucks at the bar. Oh, cool. Okay. But, you know, it, it can be pretty claustrophobic. People aren't like dicks, but like pe- less pe- fewer people want to participate because of like the space of like trying to have a surface to write on and hand it to him. Yeah. So he just instated where you can text from your table, and he just gave people his cell phone number so they could text the answer and the first person who the first message that's the right. But uh. his iMessage is linked to the computer that I'm on right now, and so in the last sixty seconds, I have gotten. I mean, like, at least 20 notifications 
that are just like badminton, badminton, badminton. <laughs> <laughs> from from numbers that don't have a contact associated with them from all kinds of area codes. And for a second, I thought that's I was going to be fucking murdered. Yeah, <laughs> by a badminton. <laughs> by some kind of ghost some... that died in some way that badminton is a clue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The ghost of your house was once a badminton champion before she was yeah. slain by her opponent in a jealous rage. Wow. So listen, I'm the first person to die in this, but I'm giving you that investigation clue because you're the one who's going to make it. Yeah, don't worry. I will... Um... I'll do a deep dive into the culture of yeah. badminton. Go to the library. Yeah. Go to the library, look up my address, and look up badminton. And I'm going to do it on the projector thing. Even though everything is totally digitized, I'm absolutely going to go to the stupid newspaper projector and look up badminton articles on that for ambiance. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the noise it makes makes good rattling noise. It does. So a, cra a, a Crossens Creed Crodicy. Okay. Is this game. Mm -hmm. And... I don't understand the frame story. I'm sure our listeners do. It seems like from game to game, there's some kind of like Templar-esque organization versus another Templar-esque organization, and they're doing something. They definitely have conflicting interests. And in order to be the better one, or fuck over the other one, or achieve some goal... They have to go into computer programs like the Matrix of different historical time periods. <laughs> so, we're not going to have Avalon Femsplained Assassin's Creed or Odyssey, but what I would really love to know is the parts of the game you love. Like, tell me what you're loving about it. <laughs> Because I'm... Well, I, now I'm realizing that I don't know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, here's what I love about it. Easy to make stealth kills. Cool. Fun physics mechanics of the game. Mm -hmm. I like the way that I'm good at climbing. I like the historical setting. It's ancient Greece. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. I like how gay it is. Yeah. It's super gay. There you go. I like that the, play, that the character that I'm playing has muscle tone, but is still feminine. Yeah. I like, like I feel like she could, like, really fuck me up. I like how hot my character's brother is. <laughs> <laughs> she has messaged me that about that multiple times, so that is not on the spot. Um, I'm wondering if I have a secret incest thing. Wow, you should do some inventory the way that Frances <laughs> does her. <laughs> it's hard to know whether or not you are into incest when you don't have any family. I was just going to interrupt, and I was like, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to have a frame of reference for like how taboo it is when you can't actually relate to how gross it should feel. Right. You can only relate to how gross you think it should be. Right. You don't have a sibling to 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 be horrified about right. when someone says really, something I don't like really that. have cousins either, so I it's like I have to imagine just parents, I guess. And I Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Do that. If you really are struggling to figure out why incest gives people the heebs, just picture that they're talking about parents. Oh, yeah, that's gross. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, we finally did it, guys. We made it. I know it was like the third episode of the podcast where you were like, team incest. <laughs> but we finally. 
finally got there. <laughs> it's just such an abstract Ooh. concept to me. Oh, boy, that's all it was. Anyway, I want my character and her brother to get together. <laughs> well, all right, we haven't done it, really. We've done, like, a little bit of the work. There's... They don't even know each other. They're practically strangers. Well. <laughs> anyway, that's those are not good selling points for the game. Uh, but the mechanics thing, the gayness. I like the fight mechanics. Yeah. Um, And the setting. I really like the setting. I like the fight mechanics. I like, there's a lot of side quests. I like how many there are. I like that there are stakes to the decisions that you make. Feels like maybe a little bit more so than like a Skyrim. It doesn't Nothing fucking matters. You could could join every guild in fucking town if you wanted to. Like, come on. Um, There's just a lot. There's a lot going on. It's challenging, but like not frustrating. I hate the boat though you have to like battle boats and that's really hard for me oh interesting i i'm very curious about how they execute that it's like you have to like steer around them but like not go too fast like you have to maintain your speed so that you can like fire cannons at the side oh but like they're also moving and it's just like there's like drift physics and stuff it's just kind of annoying so usually i just try to run into them over and over again until one of us dies (laughs) Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's probably what I would do, too. Yeah, and then the lack of side quests is what you didn't like about Dragon Age Origins. Yeah. uh, Back when I got you to try that game, because you felt like you weren't, like, doing enough, like, side adventuring. Um, Yeah. mm -hmm. I also... Talk more about other things that you've done uh, with nerd culture, like your burlesque show that just happened. Burlesque has been going okay, but it hasn't been nerdy. I haven't, like done a nerdlesque. I'm gonna severely disagree with you there. You're gonna say Helga? Yeah, I'm gonna say Helga. Yeah, that's different uh, though. I think that it's such a specific because Hey Arnold in general was not like Mm. it was not just a like nostalgic thing. It It was a nostalgic show about a dorky nerdy character doing helga pataki in a burlesque show is niche and weird and quirky enough to definitely be cemented as a nerd culture thing there's you can't convince me otherwise so the queer burlesque troupe that is monthly that performs monthly that is for the first time ever picked the themes for their shows like a year in advance which is so awesome for me because usually it's like a month in advance Mm -hmm. so for the january show the theme was slumber party and then the february show the theme was apocalypse and i think i've performed in both of those since we last recorded Mm -hmm. uh so for slumber party i did a number that i've been wanting to do forever but looking for an opportunity which is that 80s song obsession with Helga, uh, it's probably the best number I've ever done. Not inherent to the number or the concept, but something weird happened when I stepped on stage where I got into character in a very, very big way. That's awesome. I got, things got really weird. It was like I blacked out. Uh, all I know is that when I came off stage, people were like, that's the best number you've ever done. It was like a different person was performing. You channeled a completely different person. That's so cool. <laughs> and this sounds very dramatic, but it is actually what happened. And it's a little bit embarrassing, but I got fucking weird because there was a lot of like weird things with gum involved i had i had footballs i had like it just yeah yes (laughs) there may still be a football inside of me with the magnets i don't know yeah yeah i mean at least it's not interfering with the wi-fi so that's fine yeah that's fine Uh um and then the other one i did for slumber party is i did like a 
Sandra D. Yeah. Well, but I think I, Which I guess is nerdy in a theater way. Yeah, it is. Oh, um, definitely. But I think I think the Helga yeah. one. Yeah. Well, then I was thinking for the fucking apocalypse show, I was planning on doing a Fallout number, but it ended up it ended up not a Fallout number. Mm. Do you mind Just telling me more? Because like, I never got to hear like the end result of that. And I, I was so upset about it. I just didn't have, I just really didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do a number where I, to like a recognizable fallout song with like either a very fifties dress or like a very fifties dress that also kind of looked like a vault suit. And then like blah, blah, blah. I have to change into like Raider gear and like go out into the apocalypse. And it's like a surprise for the audience, like whatever. In a way, you know, unless they're in on the reference. So that is kind of what I did, but it just, the song I chose was too short. It wasn't really resonating with me. And so I kind of changed the narrative into being like a 50s housewife. And I came on stage with a, tr- with a, a baking sheet of real cookies that I had made. And I like let people in the front row take them. Oh, that's um, cool. Which is really just my way of bribing the audience into liking this shitty ass number that I did. Um, and I was really afraid <laughs> people weren't going to want to take the cookies because, like, they don't trust me. But they did. Oh, and they ate them. Good, yeah. Um, I, which, I would take. You know, I would take cookies from a strange. Yeah. <laughs> performer. Yeah, definitely. Sure. <laughs> so then I like went to. And then it was like, oh, I ran out of cookies because everyone took them. So like I went back to, and I had like a bowl on like a table and stuff, and I started making it. And I like tasted the spoon, and it was sexy, and it was like, ooh, that doesn't taste right. So then I go over to like add sugar, and I have a box of sugar. Oh no, it's empty. So then the narrative becomes like, well, darn, I'm this '50s housewife in after the apocalypse and like I have to go get some more sugar and if I do that like I'm gonna have to like put on all this crazy gear and blah 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 so I had like a gas mask and I had like football pads and like all this stuff but I didn't really have enough time to like really put it on very well and I also didn't I didn't make it Mad Maxi enough like I had all these pieces but it, it just wasn't feeling very good as a costume right because it was just a bunch of shit so anyway, if I do it again and I pick another song and I make the outfit like into this Mad Max like 50s kitchen like with egg beaters, you know what I mean? Like that's yes. my dream and it just it just didn't happen. Oh so. god, I I 100% want that. I mean, you know my my interest in anachronism is like really well, and I love that aesthetic so clear. it hurts me yeah. like it hurts me that I fucking failed at that because that is like like a dream show yeah. apocalypse as a theme and I don't deliver like kind of sucks well not having enough time one month is really rough to put together something that complicated you like dreamed really big for the time period allotted is what that sounds like but the concept's just... there it's just school. Anyway, next month is fairy tales, and I'm not going to fuck this one up. Oh, hell no. You're going to do fine for fairy tales. Hell yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I haven't thought about it. Huh? All right. I've taken up too much time. What has nerd culture done for you, Diana? Like fucking everything. It's I like you. I also feel frustrated with nerd culture. For the ability to celebrate in particular these, oh God, these, these, not just men, because there are toxic women in these circles too. But also, it's a lot of incel men 
who are mad that growing up nerdy meant that they feel excluded from what they think is a commodity that they deserve, which is attention from women. And when they are thrust into the convention scene, which now has women in it, uh, they suddenly feel a weird entitlement and ability to control them or to yield power over them and i hate it and it's gross and it's stupid and it's been so pervasive for so long and blah 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 so i'm mad about that however i'm really really proud of how much lately the the momentum of support within the growing amount of safe arenas in nerd culture have, I think, reinforced the idea that it's okay to say stuff about it. Like, I yeah. really, truly think that I'm obviously not giving us any credit for that. But, like, <laughs> but, like, but, like, the thanks to us. Thanks to us. But, no. Chris Hardwick no longer has a job. Chris, <laughs> yeah. Wait, does he not have a job? No, he totally has he a has job. He has a fucking job. The world sucks. Yeah. The world fucking sucks. But the thing is, oh, here's the thing. All right, <laughs> so when somebody corrected me on this, and I feel like I need to publicly say it because I've been totally conflicted about this for a really long time. Because the Nerdist and by association Geek and Sundry are mm-hmm. two websites like formally deeply invested with him in different things. Yeah. And it made me super uncomfortable because they make a lot of content that I like and they have a lot of people that I enjoy as a part of it. And I recently went on like a, because I was trying to find the answer and a mm-hmm. bunch of people like came to me on Twitter and showed me like the the backlogs and the receipts and basically he has not been even associated with the nerdist since before yeah the allegations so he and they did make a statement that they don't support him and he's only listed on their website as being the person who founded it but he is not oh, okay. but they do not have his podcasts uploaded still they do not have any of his stuff and geek and sundry doesn't do anything with him so none of the content with them it's really just amc is right it's just amc is still paying him and their shit um that's fine because no one's watching the fucking walking dead anyway yeah i mean god so anyway i i like the momentum i like things like that happening like people coming forward and feeling safe and I like the amount that the voices voices of support seem to be increasing especially I love that the thing I'm maybe most obsessed with outside of my own personal hobbies critical role is like not just great content but full of these great people who just I never feel worried that I'm gonna wake up one morning and see like I know like uh breaking news uh, Marisha Ray beats cats like I don't like I'm never <laughs> like I'm never freaked out about that i know that i can like support them endlessly because they do it in return um yeah and i have to say that i'm always proud of them they're not super outspoken about things Uh oh it's another bonus question Um, (laughs) what's the answer oppy is the first one that came in oppi okay sure galileo what do we think the question is opi galileo jesus galileo (laughs) jesus and galileo Bet- and Oppie. And Oppie. <laughs> Is it two P's? Yeah, O-P-P-Y. 
Oh. I don't think that. I mean, I assume that was a typo. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, no one else guessed that one. It must have been pretty hard. Anyway, uh, the Critical Role gang, I wouldn't say they tend to be, like, explicit about people, these men, these abusers, when they're identified. Carl Sagan Galileo. Um, but I do notice that they, like, go around liking a lot of tweets that are like, this guy's fucking canceled. Yeah. Like, from their real accounts, and that makes me happy. It does. So anyway, it's just, like, one of those rare times when you're just like, your fave is not problematic, and that is, like, that's nice. All right, because I'm frustrated with nerd culture right now, I'd like to instead say, like, what I've done in nerd culture instead, because I'm much yeah. more hyped about that. Um, Tales from Hyrus. Uh, I was going to talk about that, too. Tales, I just remembered. Tales from Hyrus is going great. We're documenting and, and cataloging our campaigns taking place across the country from one another, but in the same fictional D&D world uh, that I homebrewed yeah. a year ago for my, or over a year ago now, for my homebrew campaign here in Queens and has just been such a fucking joy. These boys, our first podcast was about D&D and I talked about them a lot in that terrible first podcast that no one should listen to. Yeah, um, I forgot that was D&D. Yeah, but yeah, but no one should listen to it. But anyway, I talked about them a lot and I mean, they are just, they are a found family. They're such good cats. They've met at crossfit and decided they wanted to try DD and i reached out into the void that is reddit and got these people it's brilliant and i'm so blessed then with cogs uh we are having our second mini gaming con this weekend coming up valentine's day oh, shit, weekend yeah. i'm running three games i'm running a vampire the masquerade one shot i'm running the witch is dead which i'm so excited because it's my first time running that and I'm running Honey Heist, which is now going to be my third time running that at COGS events. It's become a staple, apparently, where people are just like, Honey Heist will be there, yes? Yay! Um, oh, that makes me so happy. And it's my first time organizing the event instead of just being the lead on the RPG floor. So I've done a lot of weird stuff that's very stressful, and I don't... I mean, if you are organizing any part of events god i mean i know now what goes into it and i'm so thankful to anyone who is part of that everything is is hard and stressful and you have to actually make phone calls and talk to people on the phone which is terrifying and i've uh, joined the committee for the cogs expo proper in may and i've launched our youtube channel where we're going to be doing streaming and where i've started filming for multiple shows that we're going to be releasing throughout the year Yay! it's crazy it's crazy I, I need you to update me more on that. I know you probably want to keep it vague on here, but I want to know more. Yes. Have you been doing the social media? I have been doing the Twitter. Okay, you're doing a great job with the Twitter. I wasn't sure if it was you or not. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But I remember thinking that like it seemed like somebody that wasn't you was doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, somebody other than Diana. Somebody's doing, doing a good job. job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Definitely so that's, not Diana. That's it. That's my nerd culture rant and ramble. And I'm very, I'm very blessed. The Cogs family is so good. I'm gonna um, say also, uh, in terms of what you've done for nerd culture lately, you have put a lot of effort into 
getting us a Twitch affiliate. And I think that's really cool. Yes. Oh, wow. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And we have lots of goals with that in in mind. So let's wait. Let's back up. We don't need to say what Twitch is, but like what what's the dream? The dream. What's the sitch? The dream with Twitch is so I've been twitching on that account. At first, it was a different name. It was for about uh, the last year and a half. It was about uh, under my personal name where I was coping with being in a new city and all alone and whatever and I would just twitch in order to be shouting at the void while playing video games <laughs> to not feel alone and it resulted in some a couple of people sh- like showing up pretty regularly in fact we have uh, one person morbidipi is the year long follower she has her like wow. year and 3 month anniversary was the other day <laughs> following my sh- channel but since we started this podcast and i started to become more wrapped up in our identity as like a a a podcast a unit unit (laughs) and a married couple and like whatever else we've we've absorbed each other and and i changed it and i've i've been doing it a lot more lately and more regularly and just being more engaged and just more present and it's gone up and we made affiliate status so you can subscribe to it now and it's great and the goal is to get Avalon a capture card so Avalon can also stream because we are in different time zones so we could stream at different times which Good is also point. helpful like uh, I just didn't like that you're getting more attention than me but that is a great point yes I I, I, needed, I, I I'm totally kidding I, I needed to frame it that way uh, but no <laughs> we could stream more games and different games because Avalon and I have different interests in different types of games you could see potentially more interesting and different variations on things but it's still us and then the ultimate goal the ultimate yeah. goal is A, live episodes of Femsplained, and B, live uh, tabletop RPGs with ya girls. Um, yeah. And that's, that's the goal. So that's another big thing I'm really proud of. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy. Avalon, it's been like an hour, and we have not seen a man. <laughs> Where, I have not no seen a man. No wonder that I'm feeling so fucking lost and I don't scared. know where, I don't know what direction to go in. I don't know what to do. I don't care that it was an hour. I don't care about that one bit, but I do oh. feel like we need some, you know, testosterone in here. And I think we need some, some masculinity to come and, you know. Wait, 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 Diana. What? Not all masculinity is toxic. Your I know you didn't say that it was, but the fact that you said masculinity made me think that maybe you were saying all masculinity is toxic. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just saying that the masculinity you're about to hear is extremely not actually toxic, but mocking toxic masculinity. Mock. 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 Moxic masculinity masculinity. is what we are inviting onto our podcast right now. And he will tell us what the topic of the podcast is. (laughs) I I think, I think. All right, great.
putting one minute on the man watch and go podcasts well i feel like i've really made my myself known about this particular subject everyone's got a podcast not very many of them are good i get it man you know i i have friends too it's you with your friends sometimes you're talking you feel as though your conversation is quite engaging but realistically, I mean, think about the conversations you actually enjoy eavesdropping on. Are there podcasts about people who are in the middle of a breakup? Are there podcasts about people talking about sex they had the night before? If not, then I'm not really tuning in. I mean, if I'm on the subway, those are the conversations. I want to see that podcast. If Femme Spain was called, I'm having a breakup right now, and it's you and me, and this is the breakup we're having... I I'd be all over that. I I wouldn't even need to do a mansplain minute for it. I would I would just be there as an audience member. I don't know. I don't think this podcast is good. Go listen to Left, Right, and Center. Your civil yet provocative alternative to main. Ah, oh, fuck! I never remember. And that's your mansplain minute. Happy anniversary, everybody. Wow, Diana, how are we going to deal with this podception? Podception. A podcast. Can you edit in the noise from Inception? I absolutely can't, and you know that. Can you I, just make that I noise with no your mouth? I have no idea about how to edit anything ever. Uh, make the noise with your mouth. Wow. <laughs> Okay, cool. That happened. (laughs) So we are, one, Inception's an overrated movie. It's not that good. It's really not good. I never saw it. It's not good. I never saw it. You don't need to. Listening to people talk about Inception is literally the same as the movie Inception. So you're fine. That's what I did. Anyway, this is a podcast about podcasts because we've been making a podcast for a year. And that's kind of mind-blowing because I think a lot has changed. One, about the podcast itself. Uh. And, like, two, in general, like, my perception of what podcasts are or, like, what the world is. I don't know. I have, like, a lot of new... Sounds like you have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of feelings. I'm like emotionally <laughs> driven. Sounds like somebody needs a tampon. <laughs> somebody needs somebody needs six obsidian crystals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't had my period in a year. <laughs> because of all I'm the just magnets rust. that Avalon has inside her. Avalon, I just first I think I want to talk about this podcast, the one that we are on right now all right this episode or the podcast in the general? podcast in general all right, and like it. what has changed yeah or like how this has been as like a, a a journey weirdly i don't know if i think a lot has changed from the original vision mm-hmm. i think that anything that has changed like the homework not happening is less a reflection of change and more a reflection of me not having done the homework. Because <laughs> you know, bitch, that I did the homework. For, like, I know. I still like the idea of the homework. It's just that, like, once I got behind on it, I got like, oh, how am I going to catch up on it? But I would, if we, we, we should, I would like for us to come back around to the homework. Me I really too. would. I would like it if maybe we did the homework as like as like a a 
maybe bonus episode type of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I th- here's what I'm going to say in my defense. I think the problem is not that I haven't done any homework. Please. Which definitely has not been deflect. a problem my literally my entire life. I think that it's that I got too into the episode one homework. That is it. Actually, you know, there it's it's not just that one. There are two episode homeworks that you got so oh. into that are yeah. so time consuming. Yeah. You gave me homeworks that were pretty much able to be casually consumed yeah. or engaged with. Like Saga, which I still love, Supernatural, which I watched and then formed an opinion about and then stopped watching, <laughs> things like that. But I gave you D&D, which is literally like a, an entire world that you have now not only become engaged with, but are DMing your own game at home. And that's a lot of prep, work, reading, like it's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and is. then Critical Role, which we have been making this podcast for one year. It is actually just shy of one year as we are recording right now. And it was our 13th episode where I introduced you to Critical Role. No. Mm-hmm. Babe, what the you... What were all those first episodes about? You binge 136 episodes of a four-hour-long <laughs> show. <laughs> Thirty-eight more of the second season of that show in that time while getting a graduate degree. So I'm gonna say that you've been pretty full for time. Wow. Yeah. How many days is that? I don't know, but what I I heard someone say because when we were on like the the fifth, maybe someone here to murder me. I'm not sure. Okay, I definitely I'll, heard I'll let, a disembodied woman's voice that I don't know. What I'll let you know if I from. see anyone come in through the kitchen. <laughs> when we were on like the fifth or sixth episode of the second campaign and people were feeling really dramatically attached to these characters and then somebody was like, wow, it's so stupid. It's only been a couple episodes. Why am I like, why do I want to die for Molly Mock? <laughs> and like people did the math on it and they were like, in terms of any other like drama series, we'd be on like season two by now of in terms of the amount of hours spent with these people. So you get emotionally invested like relatively quickly on in the series. Yeah. So that's my defense. Yeah. I think it's a good one. It is. It is a good one. Um, what did you have to do? You didn't have to do anything. I no. I I got to do a lot of stuff. I got to read Saga. That was excellent. Yeah. Finally rewatched Rocky Horror Picture Show. I watched Sailor Moon. <laughs> I watched. That was interesting. <laughs> I about that. Yeah, I watched. Sailor oh, Moon. you watched Outlaw Star too, which I think is cool. Yeah, of yeah. you to have seen because I don't think a lot of people have seen that. Yeah. Fuck else we talk about? I mean, those are just the homework things that we've done, but we have a lot of homework that we haven't done. Like what? I don't remember. All the episodes that I can think of right now are mutual, and then there was no homework. We we stopped. I think at a certain point we stopped assigning homework because we were like, no one's <laughs> doing it. <laughs> but I think what's interesting is that when I listen to some of our older podcasts and like hear what we sound like, I don't think the mission of the podcast changed. I don't think the idea of what the podcast changed, uh, what the podcast is changed. I think that we got more comfortable being 
what we wanted the podcast to be and I think that we became closer as friends and so I think the podcast became more about that then yeah whatever the idyllic dream of the podcast maybe was in the beginning i think that's what changed it wasn't like we changed what we thought the podcast should be can i say that i think we have a lot of variability between episodes about how on topic we are and honestly i always like it better when we're not on topic Well, then you're going to love this episode. I mean, well, this episode, whatever. It's <laughs> anniversary special. No it's our anniversary special two and a half hour episode <laughs> um, that you have to edit by tomorrow. Yep, um, that's fine. No, as a, like, I don't know if it's just that I think that I'm funnier than I am or like we or whatever, but I like it when we're riffing more. Me too. More than, more than I like it when we're talking about other. shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Me too. But that's this. Is, that's why I hate the Harry Potter episode. I love the Harry Potter episode. I will tell you, it's more popular than um, the Pokemon episode. That must just mean that more people click on it because more people are interested in hearing our take on Harry Potter, and then they're like, "Ooh, <laughs> that's what it must mean." <laughs> it can't possibly be anything else. No. Man, I see you with that fucking Hufflepuff scarf in the background too. I know my cat. Oh no, that's not my cat. Okay, whatever. That's just a sweater. Um, it looks like your cat. I uh, thought it was your cat. Yeah, it's just my black and white hoodie that's crumpled up and looks like my black and white cat that's also crumpled up all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta stop crumpling up that cat so much. <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. So I, I guess I also wanted to say that I think one of like the things I've loved about this weird journey (laughs) like like thing that we decided to do we were like oh we're gonna start a podcast like we don't know what that means like how to do it like figuring it out there was so much that i stumbled upon like the fact that we're hosted on podbean we made fun of podbean in like every of the (laughs) first 10 episodes yeah but it turns out that podbean for a, at least a six-month period, was the only one that could get you on Spotify. Like, it was just, like, sheer luck oh. happened to be the only one that Spotify was accepting as a, a, as a host. You're not going to make me give a fuck about Podbean. <laughs> I know. I was looking up, how do you start a podcast? And it was like, oh, do SoundCloud. And then I just saw Podbean, and I just clicked on it, and like I am. I just was like, well, I'll just do this. It's the first thing I've clicked on. I'm just going to accept it. So here's a reflection. I, first of all, I don't think we would have started a podcast if we had more of a frame of reference for what a podcast was, right? Like maybe we would be more intimidating or we would overthink it. And like we just jumped into it. Yeah. But as an example of how unqualified I am to have a podcast, I had an older family member recently ask me what podcast and i got the cast part but i was like did apple start podcast what's the pod is it because they used to play them on their ipods like what the fuck is a podcast and that's how unqualified i am to be here right now what the fuck is a podcast what is a podcast I know what it is. I, yeah. I don't know know what the word, what's the etymology of the word podcast? podcast. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I'm glad that you 
had that interaction, didn't look it up, and and then still brought it up on the show. Thank you. You know what I ended up saying to him, who was my grandpa? I ended up Please. saying, you remember how a long time ago there used to be radio dramas. Wow. And I said, some of them are like that. And some of them are like talk radio shows. It, but just normal people do it. And some of them, some of these normal people know so much about things. And some of them are just doing radio dramas. Some of them are reading stories. And he was like, yeah, I've heard books on tape. And I was like, exactly. They're just books on tape. Yeah. So when we. <laughs> they're st- just books on tape. <laughs> when we started, I was not aware of. Not that it didn't exist, but I was not aware of how much celebrity involvement was in podcasts. Like, I really, truly Mm. thought it was a thing that, like, your average person was doing and getting, like, a minimal, like, you know, like, like, YouTubing. You know, I kind of, like, vlogging was, blogging was, like, it was your average person, like, zines. Yeah. Like, like I, I had it in my mind of that. I mean, my exposure to podcasts were My Favorite Murder, who, yes, they had, like, some celebrities ish status but they were not like that was my biggest they were the most famous podcast that i i knew but they were not people that otherwise recognized and i think welcome to night vale and like not is that the one where they talk about what's a podcast (laughs) no welcome to night vale wait you don't know night welcome to night vale there is one spooky sort of podcast that's super famous that's super bad that I don't know how people listen to it because I think it's awful. And I think it might be Welcome. No, it's not Welcome to Night Vale. What is it? Welcome to Night Vale is framed like what you explained to your grandpa. It's framed kind of like a radio drama, except it's in bits, short, they're short little episodes. And it's just like you turned on the radio in the apocalypse, essentially. <sighs> And, right. and they starts out like, but the weather is nice today with only a 20% chance of black holes or whatever. Like, of course, that's a terrible, horrible. No, but I've listened to like one episode of it and I remember that part specifically. Yeah. And it's just, that was, that was my exposure to podcasts. I didn't realize like, you know, it was going to become a thing where like, yet again, like it's just all famous people making popular podcasts and all of my exposure to it in the beginning made me very confident that we could do it because I was just like, oh, it's just like a thing that people are doing and engaging in and we can just make it happen. And I'm glad. I'm actually really grateful for that. Me too. Because I wouldn't Um, have done it if I knew it was like a celebrity thing. Do you have any other podcast like influences? Um, absolutely. So when I first moved to Queens, so before we started this podcast, I had moved to Queens maybe like six months earlier. And at this time, I was still commuting to work out on Long Island. So that is for those who don't have a hellish understanding of that. That is crowded traffic mute of about two hours each way to and from work. For like... For 20 miles for like 20 miles so so just it's like insane so much so four hours a day i'm in my stupid car traveling all of this time and so music was not cutting it anymore and i got to, into audiobooks and i got into podcasts first like i mean audiobooks were just not cutting it too because i was flying through them yeah and i podcasts there's just so much content so yeah. i got 
I got into my favorite murder, which, whoo, what a rabbit hole, because I got into, I was like, comedy and true crime, okay. I got into Welcome to Night Vale, and the other first one that I uh, got into was, oh, well, the other one was Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is, you know, yeah. comedy true. Did I get you into that? Yes, you did. When I first posted, give me your recommendations. Oh. Jesse gave me Welcome to Night Vale. You gave me Hello from the Magic Tavern. And I don't remember who gave me my favorite murder, but. Probably everyone. Probably everyone, yeah. So those were the three that I like binged absolutely. And now it's like, I can't, you know, get enough of, of whatever podcast ever. Um, like I just listen to podcasts almost more than I listen to music. I don't listen to music anymore. Yeah. But mostly because of Critical Role, not just because of podcasts. Yeah. Right. Well, you listen to Critical Role as a podcast, so I don't even think of it when people... I don't anymore, but I did for a long time. Right. When people, like, ask me what's my favorite podcast, I always go, should I say Critical Role? Because I don't think it is in my head. I watch it pretty exclusively. Since us starting one I've gotten way more invested in like seeking out other podcasts that aren't like enormous have that has that happened to you do you think no I'm really bad about it I'm not building any community bridges at all (laughs) so encounter roleplay is one that I've that's it's brand new but I've been like waiting for it because of the hype of it in like the smaller tabletop role-playing circles on Twitter and Mm -hmm. they are they're not voice actors but they're all super committed to Mm. playing and they're all so queer it's so much queer what it's so much queer I mean why haven't you told me about this and and, and, pay attention to me on Twitter I I do But yeah, they just dropped. I mean, but they're like, it's really like small within the the tabletop community on Twitter. It's not a huge podcast. None of them are famous for any other reason other than just being tabletop enthusiasts. So there's that. And I think, I think honestly, I, 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 we can't, we can't do this podcast without talking about the fucking damsels. Like, The Damsels of Dorkington, which it almost feels stupid because I didn't realize that they were so much more than a podcast when we first... Right, which just like with us starting in the first place, it's probably better that we didn't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because then we might have been weird. (laughs) Uh, Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know what, much like Critical Role, like, because of the kind of content that they're creating and because it's like, to me, I like watching more than... Like, I, because I feel like you're missing a piece of it if you're just listening. Mm-hmm. I forget sometimes to think of them as a podcast, just like a tour de force. Yes, they, that, that's, yeah. But the damsels are like maybe the first people, I think, that reached out to us directly. Did they? I think so, yeah. they re- Wow. They reached out to us. How nice. I know, that blithe. That <laughs> that sweet Blythe but they so they reached out to us because we had actually like found them on Instagram and like just like liked a bunch of their shit right because I was Instagram stalking everyone yeah and you like liked a bunch of their posts and then Blythe I think on behalf of them messaged us and then started listening 
And then, like, weirdly, it was just sort of, like, a, a back and forth of, like, slowly discovering each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. But now it's, like, I, I subscribe to their Patreon so that I can watch the drunk casts. So they do... <laughs> So they do they do a, a drunk episode that's Patreon locked where, you know, it's just them on video. But like I couldn't watch tonight because I forgot which email account, the Femsplained or the or my own that I subscribed under. So I couldn't find the link on I was oh, no. and I was driving home while they while they went live. So I couldn't find it because I couldn't navigate. Uh, but usually it's really fun. So anyway, I just, I just really think they, it's weird because their support was, I think like a, a big reason why I felt a little like, like heckin' motivated a little bit. Like I was just like, oh man, we've met some, but then suddenly like Blythe is a friend that like, I feel like, like, like (laughs) I, suddenly Blythe is a friend. I know that sounded really dramatic, but I'm just like, no, I like being Facebook friends with them. These girls are like like friends. And also they're in a totally different part of the country. They do totally different stuff than us. They go to conventions. They're like a comedy troupe. They're not just like a fucking musical. Yeah. They, like, write their own musical, right? That's my understanding. I don't know. It's beyond my comprehension. They do, like, music videos, and they do sketch comedy, and they do they, they do a lot. So It's too bad you don't live closer to them, because, like, maybe you could collaborate with them in a way that I could not. No, I could not. I'm not on that level. I do like that people, I, like, I feel like it's nice that we're kind of associated now, and, like, we have some listeners in common and people when i hang out in the chat during drunk chat like some of the listeners are people i recognize from twitch or from uh oh, or from sweet. our email and stuff i don't know it's just like it almost feels like we 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 got like in a little community pocket like a little just another small little thing and it's just it's just nice that is what made me feel a little bit less like oh we're little people intruding on the big celebrity thing of podcasts and more like okay we're engaging in the the small podcast world that i wanted to be a part of yeah 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 absolutely i still you know sometimes have big city dreams with the podcast but then i realize i don't have the bandwidth to even pretend to put enough effort in (laughs) (laughs) i don't Maybe I will. Post-graduation, it is my hope and my dream that when I just have a 9-to-5 job, all of my creative stuff I can, like, really see through more so. But I had to just sort of, like, accept that now's not the time. Yeah. And that's fine. But you know what? Because I was feeling really guilty about it, actually. I was feeling real bad about it. Yeah. Like a failure. End that. I hate it. It's stupid. You're a success. So, yes, Damals of Dorkington have been hugely inspirational um, and influential for us. What about you? My, yeah, my podcast tastes are pretty much exclusively either interview format or improvisational comedy. Yeah. I don't want true crime, which is very unpopular. I don't want spooky stuff. I don't want to learn. I don't want history. I hate that. I don't want that. any of that. No, I hate <laughs> I don't it. Want any of that i just want to hear two people with good chemistry laughing about like making me laugh whether it's improv or just like talking about their life and their journey and their influences that's all i want that was my podcast inspiration more so for us can can it's like having a topic and grounding it in something yeah but like i really just wanted us to riff together yeah, well, that was the whole thing. We were like, oh, our chemistry. And then Francis just confirmed and was like, oh, yeah, your chemistry. That was the whole 
setup. What? When we when we were talking about <laughs> it in the beginning. Oh, and it was really? like we were pitching ideas. That, that was the thing oh, that people okay. said. And that's still the thing that people comment when they do rate or comment is like, oh, the chemistry. Yeah, they also like say a lot of weird shit about like, when are they going to make out? <laughs> yeah, I hear that all the time. The chemistry, the chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like, we get it already. Let's yeah. get some spit. Oh, that one time. Swapping. <laughs> um, so. no. People are very respectful. Has anyone not been respectful? Um... Have we ever been trolled? No, I think we're too small to have been trolled. Oh, good for which us. Which is good. Because I think like yeah. once you reach like a certain yeah. level, people stop being nice. Um, yeah, no one's told me to kill myself, which I thought was going to happen immediately. Yeah, no, we have, and we have, we have no thumbs downs on on our YouTubes. Um, we don't have anything below five stars on iTunes, which is. Enjoy that shit while it lasts. I know. God bless you all. I know. Seriously. It's great. Because what we told you, you don't want it. (laughs) No. We we told you. It's going to be really hard not to take that very personally. Yeah. And, like, I know that that shouldn't be the case, but it will happen eventually. Can I talk about something? Can I talk about... God, I I wanted to say, like, like a million other things, but you just reminded me. (laughs) You're scaring me. What? after we recorded and released our first two episode <gasps> i went to a party i almost brought this up but i thought it might be too much no don't care bringing it up but i'm gonna put it on instagram too uh so, <laughs> i love that yeah he deserves it it's great so i went to a going There's away a party for my long time friend nathan our friend nathan who is going to move to japan for the rest of forever he got very very drunk on a lot of very very good japanese whiskey that we had bought him that's a bad going away to Japan drink. You should have a drink that you can't get in Japan. I agree, but his parents... <laughs> so just like the Toonami episode where you talked about the cultural appropriation, his parents went full cultural appropriation Aww. for that party, and it was real. I showed up, and I was like, oh, man, there are so many kimonos here. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot feel complicit in these kimonos. I mean, I I was just like, I was listening to Avalon talk about this like three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why it was so controversial. The night before, he had gotten drunk with another one of our friends and listened to the first two episodes and gave his very hot take. Nathan's hot take or someone else's? No, it was Nathan's hot take. I think they were genuinely coming from a place of wanting to understand what the podcast was. But one, he couldn't understand what the Mansplay Minute was. (laughs) That's right, because we had it at the end. For the first one and not the second one. But he thought that the Mansplay Minute, Nate, if you're listening for fucking some reason, (laughs) I... I, (laughs) I love you, and this is not, this is, it's what, truly one of the most joyful things for me to go back and listen to. He thought that the Mansplay Minute was supposed to actually be an expert, and so he was mad. Oh. That he was actually angry at Francis for getting for not knowing Toonami wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, if you ask me to mansplain Warhammer, he said this quote directly, because I've watched these videos a thousand times. If you ask me to mansplain Warhammer, I will do it in 60 seconds, succinctly. Oh! <laughs> like, just like he really, truly believed in it so much. That's uh, fair, you know, because I think when we started out, we wanted listeners to have the illusion that it was like 
a real fucking ignoramus. So yes. we really set Francis up to like convincingly <laughs> to fail. do this bit. Yeah. So I could understand. Anyway, the videos are hysterical. Him trying to understand what does the word femsplain mean? What is that? And then, but the part that you just reminded me of was that he gets so mad that at the end of both episodes, we were just like, if you have negative feedback, we don't want to hear it. And we were definitely being funny, but he was just like, how could you? We just wasted an hour of our lives listening to this podcast. Why are you telling us you don't want our opinions set physically? That, like, we didn't want their opinion. And that's why they sat and ironically gave their opinion while I was trapped at a party. No, I stand by that. I don't want people's opinions. Yeah, no, I don't either. I, I <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, I'm fine with oh, it too. Oh, sorry. I thought you were saying we were being funny. No, I mean, I think that we were being we were being jokey in our delivery of it, but I absolutely don't care about criticism for this thing that we're doing mostly for each other. Yeah, yeah. like it's so easy to not listen to it. I will say this, reflecting on the uh, aggressiveness of the first two episodes, I said... In the second episode, I think, or Tuna. third. Did I not ask you what the topic was? Just... <laughs> <laughs> I was just you were wondering if it was the second or third. I... Okay. All right. Well. I was wondering if in the second or third episode. All right. This bonus question is like, where did the fourth little piggy go? What's the answer? I don't know. I'm, or I don't know what the actual question is, but I'm getting a lot of things that either say, cried, cried wah, 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 ate roast beef. Or went to the market. And then one that says went to hell. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great... We should always record while Francis is at trivia. Yeah, This is a great little uh, addition. So So one of the things that I said in the second or third episode was that in response to an interaction that I had in my life with a man that I knew who gave me not unkind feedback. He is somebody who is involved with creating both music and comedy and like producing shows and stuff like that. And I think that he, from a place of genuine camaraderie, had things to say about the experience that I shared in the D&D episode. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to hear it at all. Yeah. And I didn't solicit it. Yeah, well, that's the big difference, yeah. But I also was coming at it from a place of, like, a lot of insecurity about the podcast because it had just come out. A lot of, like, fear, a lot of weirdness. You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty shy person. And so I retaliated in a big way by saying in the next episode, if I know you, never talk to me about this podcast in person, ever. <laughs> and I meant it. I, I really know. meant it. And I have spent a year just assuming that no one I know listens to this podcast, with the exception of, like, a couple people who I do talk to about it. But every once in a while over the past year, someone I know and I like and I respect will just make a tiny comment. And I'm like, oh my god, I had no idea you were listening. And have you not told me because of that thing I said? And I'm fascinated by this whole thing. Yeah. I think I really scared people. I think you did because I think <laughs> I think I think it's hard for people who don't know you as well as me. No, but I love it. Like, I really like not knowing because otherwise I'm gonna like think about them every time we record. 
it's and like having to talk to them or having to <sighs> disappoint them or bore them or yes a, a, a friend a mutual friend of ours our, our our good boy patrick just recently was just like oh i listened to the podcast it's good and i was just like what i have been yeah. around you yeah <laughs> like no, in, it's, it's so much I've, better that way i've been around you for so long and you don't say anything <laughs> about that because i don't want to reference myself i don't want to have a conversation about my own inside jokes on this fucking podcast because i think i'm so cool like it's so much better that way and i'm so grateful like at first i felt like ooh, maybe i was like a little bit too aggressive and definitely coming from a place of insecurity but man it's awesome yeah it's great someone just at the burlesque show one of the people in my troupe I was talking to somebody about podcasts, and they, in a tiny voice, was, were like, <laughs> I was like, ah! That's so <laughs> Thank great. you! That's so great. You really like that. Yeah, I really like being able to record it and kind of forget that. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm editing, I'm just like kind of like sitting, I'm in the same spot that you're watching me right now, and I'm just kind of huddled over listening to it and just being like, <laughs> like I, I'm, not, I'm not thinking about like so much any particular person or people or yeah. like what their thoughts are gonna be and i think that's what makes this stay fun and not feel like it's a thing that we have to do yeah agreed. also eric beeler you mentioned and we just i just want to be like it's not the last thing last name i thought you were about to say no <laughs> 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 Um, I'm bringing this up again. No, no. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, um, no. no, Eric. So Eric Beeler, great guy. His wife we like a lot. She was a coworker of Francis's, and then they moved to the other big state school in Oregon to work, mm -hmm. which is like almost an hour away. Yeah. So it's like you know, it was a bummer because like I like them a lot, but they have been so supportive of the podcast and so nice, both Brittany and Eric. Um, uh, so I want to maybe credit both of them being our first subscribers to the Twitch because. Like, as a couple, it feels like they both subscribed, <laughs> even yeah. though Eric is the one who technically did it, because they both engage with the podcast a they lot. They do, and it's really, it means a lot, because we, we have big dreams in that regard, and that's something that I, before the idea of a podcast happening, like, before that, my kind of big dream was to, to put a lot of energy into streaming, so that kind of feels like it's tying that together somehow. If you had to pick one of them to like dedicate yourself to would it be the twitch no i think that if i had to pick one it would be the podcast but if i could like have anything i wanted i would yeah just fully combine them and make our podcast also be like a twitch show if you could do it over again in our brand our brand what was gonna be both would you name it something different no no i no. love our name Okay. Yeah, no, I I love it, and I'm... I wondered if you thought it suited the Twitch stream for for yourself, since you pretty much, like, rolled your own Twitch in generously into both of ours, like... Yeah, because I still, as a girl, I don't know, moderately feminine presenting, which is not, you know, necessarily a thing that I... Feel... Where are you going with this? You're totally feminine presenting. Uh... Except when you I'm, I'm aren't. I'm not totally comfortable, like, with saying that about myself, because I don't Oh, I'm sorry. Like I, I don't want to impose that identity. No, it's like I, 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 like, am, but I'm not, I, I don't know. It's comp, I have complicated problems. I need to back up and just clarify for the listeners that I told you you're feminine presenting because you've told me you're insecure about it. Not because 
I am trying to push gender norms. No, Avalon absolutely has okay. never done that to me ever, ever. Good God. I just realized what that sounded like. But I feel uncomfortable with it because I've never felt totally like 100% feminine. So whatever. I, I don't know. I have complicated feelings on that. But as a person that clearly looks feminine broadcasting your image on a video game hosting website. Yes. <laughs> uh, you get a lot of mostly male viewership. So I feel, and I've always felt, very unapologetic about how I talk about things when I'm streaming. So mm. it's. I think that the name still fits. Oh, okay. Because since the beginning, I've talked about queer issues on stream back when I was doing like Dragon Age Origins, like streaming from my computer or doing craft sessions and talking about uh, abuse and stuff like that. Like I've always talked about things with people watching. So if I'm playing suits. So I think it still suits it because I always wanted to counter that potential to be a target for sexualized energy being a Twitch streamer. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I didn't feel comfortable with that. I wanted to be something a little bit. No, and I love that. And like, as somebody who hopes to join, I don't plan on that either. (laughs) So yeah. What do you want to change here with the podcast? You want different segments? You want more homework? You want topics where we have to go out and, like, research them ahead of time and then come back and tell the other person? No, fuck that, no. Uh, (laughs) No. So I would like more homework. I would like like homework episodes to actually be a a thing, I think. Like, so that we don't have to do them so frequently. We can do periodic homework ones, maybe even as just bonuses, something that we do as a, a part of maybe a live episode, something like that. I would like us to have... Because I'm hoping that we get Twitch subscribers, I would like to have more for those like people in general that ties into the podcast. Okay. So like, so you know, a Patreon. Well, not necessarily, right? or like a whatever, or just you know to have like a live episode of the podcast every once in a while. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. That, like... Not, like, a hidden access. Not not necessarily hidden access, just something that, like, oh, if you're subscribed to us here, you're gonna be the first to see this thing. I don't necessarily want new segments, because I I actually like what is happening right now. Um, Do you want to get rid of what nerd culture has done for you lately? No, fuck no. I love it the most. I love that it takes up half the episode, because I think it's great. Uh, And there are a lot of things that are going on that, like, aren't going to be a whole episode that I want to talk about. Right. Like Assassin's Creed, which I did a very bad job of talking about. <laughs> I think we can both agree. <laughs> it's not that you did a bad job. It's just that it, uh, you didn't, you didn't, nothing. It didn't do any job. It's not that you did a bad job. You just didn't even talk about it. <laughs> exactly. I have been real hyper today, and I think... I'm so happy about it. It's yeah. great. So that... I want us to do more RPG-related things together in some sort of format. I'm. I want to bridge the blog and the podcast in some way, but I'm not sure how. Me either. But I thought about like like just reading the posts. That's oh okay. Like recording, doing like a real great voice, (laughs) and (laughs) that way people don't have to read it. What do you think? You think that's bad? No, I don't think that's bad. Like, I I like that. Like a book on tape of our recaps. I think that that's probably more consumable, which is great. 
Are you guys all but I don't know. really excited to be in on this, <laughs> on the board meeting for the Fence Playing Podcast? No, I actually wanted to talk about this specifically because I wanted, I did want to invite people to have feedback for, to tell us things they like about other podcasts that we could rip off. Oh um, yeah. Tell us things that they should. would be like excited to consume more of. I don't really want to hear things you want less of. No. And don't. if you have to tell me something like that, I want a real compliment sandwich. Yeah. Which my boss gave me today, and the second he started the compliment, I was like, I said out loud, compliment sandwich. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I saw that presentation you did today, and I, I was wondering if I could talk to you about, well, first of all, let me say, you're an amazing presenter. <laughs> I was just like, nah, let's just say it, because now it's like real weird, and I feel like you're going to fire me, instead of just saying like, on slide three, you had a typo. Which yeah. is what it ended up being. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but he's just, like, trying so hard to be nice. For a typo, I don't think you need a compliment sandwich. Do you need, like, no. I don't know. After I said the compliment sandwich thing, though, he was like, wow, I guess I've been reading too many books about how to be a good manager. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> and he said it all without breaking eye contact for even a second, because I feel like that's in all those books. Anyway, yeah, so if you want to hear less of something, either stuff it or <laughs> give me the most amazing compliment sandwich. Anything that we've brought up that, like, as ideas that you like, yeah. please tell us, because we'll do it. You know, like, especially if we get positive reinforcement, we'll, like, yeah. we'll do anything. <laughs> yeah. If you feel uncomfortable and alienated by the times that we're, like, not safe for work, I'd be willing to hear that feedback. But if you want to hear more talk about incest <laughs> and, and fucking caterpies, then I, you know, all I need is a little bit of encouragement. We Jizzing can get your this jeans. thing really yeah. off the rails. Yeah. If caterpies that. make you jizz your jeans. Yeah, caterpies. I, I listened to the Pokemon <laughs> episode. I called caterpie yeah. anal beads. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I said that and then put it on the internet. Okay. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. Nope. I mean, I, I am kind of trying to work, like, in government but it's fine oh it's fine <laughs> sometimes like i googled my name because i'm applying for jobs and i just thought i would to see what comes up and femsplained is on like the fourth page of google which is i guess kind of a problem but it did make me wish that my first and last name maybe weren't on the podcast description maybe just my first name would be cool <laughs> Wow, I had not considered that because I had not considered that this would be listened to by anyone. And I don't think it will. All right, I have one more question. We, 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 we want people to send us what they want more of or any new things that they might want. Yeah. From us. I have one more question for you. Does anybody you're related to listen to this podcast? God, I hope not. Why? No, because I just like, I when we first started. I'm terrified that I, they might. I told my family, like, about this when we first started, and they listened to, like, the first 20 minutes of the first episode and then never listened again. Good. <laughs> this is not for families. No, but it's, like, it's amazing. Like, could you imagine that with any other medium? Like, if I was, like, Mom, Dad, I wrote a book. <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't read they, it. They, oh, and, and they, they didn't like, read it at all. they were, like, oh, that's great. Is it because they don't know what a podcast is? I mean, 
Do any of us know what a podcast is? We clearly don't. What does I'll say this. I um, have been, without hesitation, outing myself on this podcast, and I am not out to my family, so. Oh, wow. So <laughs> what that's, to yeah. do? Yeah. I'm not, I'm I, not either. Well, yeah. except my sister. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm not either. So, like, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't think it would be a problem, because I'm straight married, and I'm sure that they think that that means you know. something yeah, yeah. it means something which is fine think about that everyone or they, if they do they'll never talk to me they about haven't it and said so anything yet. who cares yeah. you know what if you're still listening family you would have to be enjoying it right because you've spent a ton of hours and i hope that you feel closer to me and not disappointed in me as a person but also oh, cool. never tell me that you listen to it i assume that if my family is listening to this that they are disappointed and <laughs> 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 except for my sister who is awesome oh lovely uh, yeah yeah so here's a question. What is it? I would like some merch, but I do feel like that is so narcissistic. No, I want it. I want it so bad, and I was so afraid that you would not say it. Um, but that T-shirt you designed is great, and I love it so much. I also want like a better like logo. Oh yeah. But do I don't think I can make that. Like, I feel I like can. we might need to, like, hashtag pay somebody to make us a new, like, avatar. I'm absolutely into it. Okay. So I care about that. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't want you to – I don't want people to be like, yeah, I told you buy merch because, like, I don't want you to feel obligated to. But I guess just let me know if it isn't douchey. Yeah. So that I can – Put it out there. And we're just we're talk we're not talking about we're gonna have like our own line of bookmarkers. Like we're gonna like we're gonna have like one t shirt or like a t shirt and maybe one other thing. Like yeah. just like so- something I actually was thinking because so many different everything's have so many shirts these days that maybe like just to to bring it back and as sort of like an inside joke have those <laughs> vaginal <laughs> inserts. Yeah. I tried to make it through, but I laughed. Yeah. But yeah, if we could get some jade eggs and then maybe like just have them laser cut our faces. Yeah. And the whole opening spiel. Oh, yeah. 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 And Um, also, I mean, you don't have to be limited to use these. Like if you're somebody who has a vagina, most people have an asshole. Yeah. That's the thing that I've learned as a healthcare professional. (laughs) Which is my day job, by the way. You're a neurosurgeon. I'm a neurosurgeon. Is that most people have an asshole with which to stuff jade eggs into (laughs) with our faces on them. And more more role-playing, right? Do people like watching a role-playing game? A one-shot? Clearly no. Clearly the world hates that and it's not appealing at all. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, professionals. But, like, did people like Honey Heist? Uh, it's our most popular video on YouTube, so I have to assume. Is it our only video on YouTube? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I haven't looked at any of our numbers in a long time. I, you know, looked at them recently just because of this podcast episode. No, I, I Don't try to wrap this up. I can feel you wrapping it up, but I said it was a two and a half hour special and we got 45 more minutes, so fucking settle down. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, you heinous thing. I want to know <laughs> what... <laughs> I want to know... All right, we've, we've talked about ourselves for a while and our oh. podcast for a while. I want to know... That's, that's the name of the episode. Yeah. I want to know um, what your favorite podcasts are. Like In real life? In real life. In, yeah. In what? In your, <laughs> what else? <laughs> what is a podcast? What is a podcast? <laughs> All right, what are your favorite podcasts? If by podcast you mean albums, if by podcast <laughs> you mean audiobooks, I'm going to say Harry Potter. No, so I love Los Culturistas, which is super famous, so they don't need me plugging them. I've um, literally never heard of it. I have tried to make you listen to it so many times. Never heard of it or have never I paid actually, attention. okay. Lost Culturistas is what specifically made me text you and say, hey, do you want to do a podcast? Wait. Because it was... No, continue. Sorry. I, no, I, I said wait. Because it was just more. two funny friends, and I thought they were fucking hilarious. They're, so it's two New York gay men who have done... Not UCB. That's in Chicago. What's the other one? I don't know. The big improv, whatever. Uh, So they have a lot of friends who went on to be comedians of various levels of success. And so the format of the podcast is that they have a guest come on and they ask them about all the things that shaped their taste in culture. Now, so they like talk about the things that they were most into when they were kids or that their parents were into and exposed them to. And then a lot of the times they just tangent about what's going on in mainstream culture right now and they're just really fucking funny so i wanted i just wanted to be them i think i just wanted to make people laugh and like talk about media but it makes more sense for me to do it more so about nerd culture than about pop culture and then i think we just sort of diverged i mean we don't have like guests and we have themes and stuff like that but i just really wanted to capture their energy Mm, I like that. And yeah. they're just how engage. I think they're so fucking engaging. But anyway, they've um, been podcasting for just like a few years now. Not a lot, but their careers have taken off in a really big way. Uh, and I'm just really happy for them. Like one of them is writing for SNL now. Um, hey. And they're just, I don't know. They're New York centered still. And they seem, they have like tons of shows that they produce, like comedy shows and stuff. And I don't know why it hasn't occurred to me to tell you to go to any of them. Because I always wish... <laughs> Yeah. I, um, but they have this radar. thing. They're like, at the end of every segment or of every episode, they and the guest are given a 60 second timer to just like rage against something Ooh. in pop culture. And it's called I Don't Think So Honey. And like sometimes it's about like really trivial things like the L train being down. Um, and sometimes it's about like fucking President Trump. But it's just like, uh, it's got so much queer energy. And it is, like, <laughs> amazing. I can see um, how happy you are. I like it. Yeah. And also, like, the one guy is has, like, an unhealthy obsession with Disney World. And, like, just, like, talks about getting high and going to Disney World, like, several times a year. And it's just really good. Um, so I love them. Las Culturistas. I love Mission to Zix. Also never heard the of it. The most. It's, um, I heard of about it through Hello from the Magic Tavern because they advertised it on one of their episodes. Oh, shit. And it's like what Hello from the Magic Tavern is to D&D, Mission to Zix is to, like, Star Trek. Oh, interesting. But it's, so it's all improv, but they do a ton of editing to it afterwards, unlike Hello from the Magic Tavern, so they put in, like, sound effects. And, like, so it's just, like, a higher production value. 
they um, put more into the show and less into the improv yeah. uh, part. So yeah. they like, I gotcha. think they like record the whole thing with the improv, and then I think they like edit a season based yeah. on it. Yeah, but it's okay. really. I'm gonna say it's funnier than Hello from the Undercover. Oh shit! At least the first season. Oh wow, I really that's think super bold. I'm interested. yeah, I'm interested in that very much so. Um, and I've also started listening to Teen Creeps a lot. Also, never heard of it. This is Teen Creeps. What's amazing about podcasts? There's so many that like you can say these words and I just don't know what they are. Teen Creeps is like the closest to the this sort of like true crime thing. Well, that's that's a total lie. Whatever. Let's pretend. Yeah. Anyway, Teen Creeps is two girls who are very funny and smart and feminist who discovered that when they were kids, they both really liked like shitty pulp like Fear Street-esque YA horror or YA suspense, like about this girl whose boyfriend is a vampire and blah, blah, blah. Sure. So just every episode, they both go back and reread one of these books and then talk about it. Oh, um, I like that. But they go off topic a lot, and it's really funny. And, like, I haven't read any of the books that they talk about, but it's still hilarious to hear them talk about, like, the, like the, the weird, like, some, you know, 50-year-old man writing what he thinks that a teen girl sounds like in the 90s and it's just like what (laughs) no one wears jumpers like what what was this one scene where she had a petticoat on for no but yeah it's funny and i like the i like their dynamic i like that too that's pretty cool and then other than that i do listen to mostly just interview format right like the bigger name ones okay let's not talk about them well, all of these have like most of these are on Forever Dog. What is that podcast mean? network? It's like it's like the it's one of the bigger like podcast production networks. Oh, okay. Like the one Hello from the Magic Tavern is on that I'm now forgetting. Yeah. What is it? I don't remember. But they have anyway, one yeah. that they're part of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just like that. It's it's just like that. Whatever that is. I yeah. have no I have no awareness of what popular podcasts like or, or like hosting sites or any of that crap i have none of it so yeah. everything that i like is super randomized and has as far as i know no connection to one another but i think what got me into podcasts totally was definitely my favorite murder and hello from the magic tavern i think i also am not here for as a as a single person dating in new york city who does mm. sometimes date men. Earwolf. Earwolf. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, thank you so much. The person who dates men in New York City sometimes, you you do this thing where you're like, oh, I'm into podcasts. And they're like, I'm into podcasts too. And oh. just like, I only listen to NPR podcasts. <laughs> My dogs hate that shit. Yeah, they hate sure. it as much as I do. So they only listen to NPR? Uh, so, yeah. So you're just like, oh, I love podcasts. And they're like, yes, I love NPR and uh, and just whatever. It's just all. And books on tape. And, and it's just, it, I mean, it is, uh, in my yeah. in my opinion, a lot of it is very much like, if there's nothing more creative than just the like facts being presented to you in a factual format, I can't. I, 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 I'll listen to the book. I'll read the book. I'd rather read it itself. That's all that's happening. Uh, not to say that I don't listen to any podcasts that aren't 
like informative in some way, but like I like lore, which mm-hmm. is great. But it has a creative format to it. It's not just it's yeah. not the news, which is well. What... I'll say this: I am all I agree with you about the sort of like initial conception you had that podcasts were like zines, and even though it's become a joke that everyone has a podcast and podcasts are becoming like major commercial things, I do actually think that it is still so accessible to anybody who feels like doing it. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And even ones that are like talking about the news or talking about a book or like things that I don't necessarily prefer to listen to, I am still like really fucking on board with people creating their own content. I, I and like agree. flood that shit. I don't feel competitive about it at all i want a million podcasts everyone has their own podcast (laughs) yeah i want everybody to have their own podcast i just really appreciate how accessible it is so my favorite murder i think lore also i meant to interrupt you and say that lore is garbage (laughs) oh i like lore i i know you and everyone else although i have not watched their foray like into whatever it's the same i haven't gotten there but I like that. Um, but my dad wrote a porno is my favorite podcast ever in the fucking world that isn't our own. My, I subscribe to that one, but I've never listened to my it. My dad wrote a porno. I know that I'm going to love it. so fucking good. And it's so good because it couldn't, one, it's just so many things that could not have, like, been foreseen to have existed. One, you have like a dynamic of three friends who are obviously close and have a great dynamic and are very comfortable like making comedy together two you have a one of the three hosts has a background in radio she's a radio and a, a deep this what the fuck radio a dj dj <laughs> is called <laughs> She obviously has that background, so she knows, like, how to pace things. And, like, you can clearly tell that she understands, like, how to keep things engaging. And then you <laughs> Just ha- like us. And then you have this guy who is their friend who just happened to find out that his father wrote erotica and published it, self-published it on Amazon e-reads or whatever the fuck it's called has decided that it is gonna be okay like to for him to read it not just like as a person but to read it out loud and publish it online and it's horrifying it's amazing it's such a funny show but like when i listen to it i go through so many emotions like anger and rage and happiness and laughter. I want to listen oh. to it. I just haven't known if I need to start at the beginning or not. Because I haven't been able to tell if it's narrative. You do need to start at the beginning. Oh, here we go. Everyone's caught on to Everyone's caught on to You can't hear what's so sad. I know she's singing. I see her dancing. Pull up a chair. The saddest thing in the world is that if I divorce Avalon, or vice versa, that album will not be relevant. I won't be able to sit there and be like, I'm 30, I'm divorced, here's brand new, your favorite weapon. Those years are behind me. So, Francis. Oh, yes, my dear. Brand new, your favorite weapon is always going to be relevant. And 
<laughs> and the song that we just sang 70 together. times 7 mm-hmm. it's, it's not everyone's caught on to everything you do if you try searching that on Spotify you won't find that song you did not have to out yourself we did not <laughs> But also, I'm not saying I was I was into something corporate in high school. I wasn't cool enough to be into brand new. My brother was tangentially trying to get me into brand new, but my heart was just a little too soft for such harsh music. And so you just I did like the song about being a virgin though. That one definitely resonated with me. I liked They Might Be Giants. Oh whatever. Go to hell. <laughs> so you just listen you just listen to Constantine on repeat for like say two hours a day which means you played the song three times a day good joke uh, about how long constantine is yeah i worked really hard on it for the last four seconds so francis the song that you just came in and sang and made my heart sore with is is from how does like, that song make your heart sore because it's from my favorite she long island it. it should con- make your heart Sink. No, it's, it's from my favorite Long Island controversy. Oh, are that... they from Long Island? Y- yes. What? I like Straylight Run better as far as Long Island bands go. So Straylight Run, okay. They're the so... thinking man's brand new. Oh, God. Crash course in fucking oh, Long Island emo music history. Straylight Run is uh-huh. a spin-off band essentially Taking from Taking Back Sunday, yes, I'm not song. five years old. But 70 times 7 is the feud song between the lead singer of Taking Back Sunday at the time and Jesse Lacey because they were both fucking the same 16-year-old girl in their goddamn 20s. That's and, so Long Island! Yes! And Ugh. they both, instead of calling each other out for being both like sagittary rapists, were instead well that would not have made as catchy a song we can agree but instead blamed each other for infidelity and then created a feud that at they both quote the same line and it's from a voicemail that jesse lacy left on what's his goddamn faces voicemail wait from taking back sunday from taking back sunday from straylight ron yes and from wow and so the the voicemail is you're as subtle as a brick in the small of my back oh that's Let's, who and, puts that on the voicemail that's just i know show off but that's how people that's how these fucking people talked to each <laughs> other like fucking shakespearean characters <laughs> I say, I thumb my nose at you, for thou art subtle as a brick in the small of my own back. I know, but you know that that was sandwiched by a bunch of fucking swear words and just incoherent drunk rambling, and that they heard that voicemail and were like, oh shit, that's Wait, well, who heard the voicemail? Brand New heard the voicemail, or Straylight Run heard the voicemail? Pre-Straylight Run. So we're talking Brand New and Taking Back Sunday, and it is, uh, I might get this wrong, but I think it is... Taking Back Sunday was the offending cheater in this scenario and <laughs> and, and slept with Jesse Lacey's fucking underage girlfriend at the time. Nobody should ever live in Long Island. It should I, be... It was well, made out of the ocean. They it, it took sand be... from the bottom of the sea and put it in a giant, like, Dr. Seuss invention i'm I'm not fucking with you this happened i know long beach is just a bunch of sand they sucked up from the garbage long island sound 
It's and glacier they made Long garbage. Island out of it. It's glacier yeah. garbage. It's, yeah. And that's where all the Ugh. people who live there are spawned from, and there's, I know that. There's two things that should be preserved in Long Island, and that's my family members and Splish Splash Water Park. And the rest <laughs> we can sink into the sea. That's fine. That's also a brand new In song. fact, you know what? They're all I... strong swimmers. Just Splish Splash. Yeah. They'll, They'll make be fine. It. Think fine. about how much better Splish Splash would be. Yeah! In the middle of the ocean! Oh my god, it would be like a Wii game! <laughs> it would be like a, just an island of just yeah. Splish Splash? Yeah. Oh, wow, and that's like you have to actually like paddle boat your way there. Oh my to burn the and the, right No, but then the rides would be crazy. I want someone to paddle me out there. Although, now I'm thinking I'm tired. of the implication is that the people who work at Splish Splash. Live, they live there, there. and they so turn into like that's the, no they turn into the hills have eyes and they, they become they do, no they turn yeah. into mermaids you've Diana. never seen the hills have eyes you poser yeah that's the thing i'm posing about <laughs> i bet that was the ep- that was the episode tonight wasn't it the hills have eyes just neither avalon nor diane having any idea what the what do you got in your hand there diana oh god like pete's dragon <laughs> first of all there's no such thing as a reference to Pete's Dragon that doesn't involve somebody being covered in a sheet and walking around. Usually it does. That's not Pete's Dragon. That's another thing. No. That's Pete's Dragon. I don't know. I, I think that there's some strong lighthouse lighthouse references. When Maggie got lost, I kept playing I'll be your candle on the water on my ukulele staring off into space. I was you real should have been looking for your fucking dog. Well, she was long gone. <laughs> Girl can run. What was the uh, episode about tonight? Podcast. We already told you. What? I thought that was a joke. No. <laughs> Who's gonna listen to that? We are. All right. The three of us. That's are. true. I will. I do. I listen to it in the gym. So wait, Francis. We wanted to ask because we were before you came home. We were talking about our favorite podcasts that aren't this one, which I know this one is your favorite. Oh. But if oh you my could god. Tell me some of your favorite podcasts i would be happy about that well as a woke learned man oh my god oh my god say what i think you're gonna say i listen to a lot of npr podcasts (laughs) we just talked about that oh my god oh i am organically what do i listen to well you know of course left right and center you're provocative yet entertain you're provocative yet (laughs) non-threatening anyway left right liberal left right and center of course but when i'm looking for a chuggle i'll of course also listen (laughs) it's a chuckle but with a g i think a chuggle is a part of a chicken's neck i'm pretty sure Jokes on you! It's their nuts. I when I'm looking for a chuggle, I'll listen to um. Oh God, what's it called? Oh God, I hate you for this. Oh, it's NPR making jokes. Oh Jesus! Oh, my it's God. I. Oh, I, it's wait, wait, don't this tell might, me. Wait, wait, no, tell me that might have been early onset Alzheimer's. That might be a serious thing. Uh, but I, I listen to other things. I'm also um a a sexually I'm a sexually woke man. So I listen to a little. <laughs> I listen to a little bit of Dan Savage because of my sexual wokeness. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Tell us about Dan Savage's podcast. And so, in, all right, so I, I will say, on, on the real, I had a lot of, like, Catholic deep, 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 deep
deep-seated Catholic repression. And I will say that, that listening to Dan Savage uh, episodes, just shotgunning them on my road trip um, to the West Coast before I moved to the West Coast, I did like this kind of cross-country trip. I already kind told of like the podcast that we uh, were into incest roleplay, so you don't have to unpack it. <laughs> she actually, yeah, we... <laughs> You're the one who's in trouble. I'm not in trouble. Uh, but no, Dan Savage actually is a really solid podcast. What else? Uh, and then IGN's Nintendo Voice Chat. Love it. Love it. So excited for Friday's episode because today's Nintendo Direct was fire with a Y. Oh, so that's that's interesting because I would never – like that's that's a, the kind of podcast that's not ever on my radar because I only like – I almost exclusively listen to comedy podcasts. Yeah. So stupid. This one is very content specific. That's Well, if that's... you're listening to a comedy podcast, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, this hasn't been funny at all. Wow. Okay. Um, I was trying to remember the name of the podcast that I hated that was popular, and it was Black Tapes. God, that one sucked. Oh, that Nuts. sucked so much. And it sounded like it was going to be so intriguing. Oh, we, I know. I they really it. leaned into, once they started to suck, they really leaned into everything that was sucking about it. Also, yeah, I've been trying to reference that all night every time I've said what's a podcast, but I couldn't remember. Oh, can I also say fuck swords and scales? Can we say that? Like, I don't know that one. Can I say fuck my brother, my brother, and me? Yeah, fuck that. My mom oh, wanted me and my brother no. and my brother do a podcast. And I don't even talk to one of my brothers. They're okay, but I tried to listen to their D&D thing, and it was just like... No, I think... Okay, so here's what I think. Also, to be fair, I only listen to a live episode, and live episodes are Oh, live episodes are the worst. Don't ever judge a podcast on a live episode. I know. Like a theater when you can't hear everybody and everything is cheering and gross and stupid. So the McElroys are lovely, good, jolly fellows. And it's great. I love this. They, their podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me, is is not, I think, their best material. I think that The Adventure Zone is their best material. But I think generally they're just they're just charming and good. I can't get into their regular podcast, but I can. Their The Adventure Zone is awesome. It's. If you, I'll if you give want, it another try. I only listen to one episode. If you want Critical Role without like a like as much time investment, because their campaigns are shorter and it's a little bit sillier, and they haven't played a video game like they not video games. Stupid Diana. Uh, they haven't played D and D before that, so they're kind of like newbies. So it makes it all a little bit like more silly and accessible. I just it, didn't like, um, there was like a ton of DM, like undermining and challenging going on. And I like understand it was in good fun, but it was kind of like a little shitty, I thought. They do that a lot. And if, I guess if you listen, I feel like it's weird. Cause I feel like if you listen from the beginning, it gives it more context just because they rib each other so much yeah. as being like three brothers and their dad. Like there's a lot, it's like. I don't know, there's so much relentless ribbing that goes on in that. So it carries over. If you come in in the middle, it maybe might seem more mean than Mm. what the context set it up for. But, I mean, uh, but but then again, I haven't totally gotten down their rabbit hole either, so. Fair, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Am what? I interrupting by what? saying something? Just say. What are you saying? Do you know that koala bears carry chlamydia? What does that have to do with goddamn anything, Francis? I want you to tell me, look me in the eye and tell me that's not true. Was this a trivia question tonight? That's, that's what I, okay. Wait, oh, wait, wait, Avalon. What was the trivia question we wanted to know the answer to that we got all of the answers? So, Francis, we've been getting all of the iMessages for when people are texting you their bonus question answers. That's so funny. But we don't know the question. So we've been looking at all the answers and trying to figure out what the question is. Would you like me to tell you the question? We want to know the one that was Galileo and Jesus and Opie were the answers. I think we figured out the other ones. Something about Jupiter. Fuck. I forget. Wait, no, the the one that happened after that, too, was also confusing. All right, Diana. Yeah. Bonus one. Holly Bell became the first director of cannabis in what Gulf state that leads the nation in lightning strikes? Florida. I didn't oh, see that one. Okay. Carry bags, Sunday bags, and stand bags are all hauled around for what stupid, stupid sport? I didn't see Golf. that one either. NASA's Juno space probe carried Lego figures of goddess Juno, Roman god Jupiter, and what put-upon astronomer? That's Galileo. Galileo, okay. Round six, born in London to American parents, oh. renounced in the 60s, unrenounced when sixth husband John Warner was running for Senate. That is Elizabeth Taylor. That was a round about expatriates, by the way. Oh, and is that the one? What were the answers you were getting for that one? Because that one was confusing. No, it's the next one that you're thinking of. Oh, okay. Keep your socks on and tell me, in this little picky nursery rhyme, Where? what did the middle toe do? <laughs> I really liked getting those texts because yeah. it was all, it was just like, wee, 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 ate roast beef, went to the market, and I was like, oh, this is about little piggies. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. Excellent. Well, podcasters, Francis, what are your hopes and dreams for the next year? I'd love... In the podcast, not in your life. Oh, I'd love to see more episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Like more consistent ones? Well, like, yeah, like a a weekly or bi-weekly kind of situation. Yeah, I I definitely want us to get back into that. I'm not being critical. No. It's not a critical thing. No, 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 I didn't think that way. I was just laughing because that's, that's very valid that's Um, the most valid (laughs) and i'd like for you both to talk more about video games because you both know enough about it but i think sometimes you're shy i i we all know that i know about one video game but i know a lot about it so i could probably do multiple episodes but yes i ultimately would like to talk more about more video games i think we can same we made a list when we first started and i think yeah. we could go back and like re- add some shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah it's been but i love year. your podcast i think it's great thanks bomba thanks thanks for being such a good mansplainer i know that you really have to go into a character no i've meant every word <laughs> you heard it here guys um yeah. For for those all that stuff we said earlier, wondering. I'm on. This is a long con negging situation. And I'm gonna marry both of you. Oh no. Yep. You better move to Utah quick. We're, bo- we're I both can marry where I please. 
Yeah, and it, it doesn't even matter. Like I'm I'm already I'm I'm just trapped anyway. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, hey, I really enjoyed this. Me oh, too. Oh wait, 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 we didn't do a fuck Mary Kill. Oh we didn't what? Fuck Mary Kill. Alright, fuck Mary Kill. Do I have to make a theme kill. song for that? Fuck Mary Kill. I tried to make you make a theme song for what is nerd culture done for you lately. I think about it from time to time. Oh. <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. So I had the idea initially that I just realized would re- result in a bad suicidal ideation. Uh, where it's like, fuck, Mary, kill Avalon and Francis and Diana. Yeah, I thought about that today, and I was like, it's so important that I tell Diana that we are not doing that. And I was like, oh my god, wait, no, we can't. Ever. No, everyone's going to kill Francis. And then, oh, man. I don't know what's going to happen between you and me, but there's no right answer. There's no good answer. There's nothing. And it's because, uh, so on the damsels, <laughs> on the damsels last uh, drunk cast, they did a fuck Mary kill of of like personas they've done in their podcast oh, in their yeah. sketches, and I was like, ah. uh, but it was actually funny because it was personas and not them. But yeah. so no, you'll uh, have to catch me first. Fuck Mary Kill, I think. I think of popular podcasts. Like the the concepts. So like fuck Mary Kill. I'm not talking about like Karen Kilgara. I'm talking about my favorite murder or like uh, My brother, my brother and my me. My brother, my brother and me and Welcome to Night Vale. Like fuck Mary Kill. Kill Welcome to Night Vale because I'm worried about I think that they're ghosts. That's scary. <laughs> You can't kill a ghost. You just wasted your kill. Yeah, I can't kill a ghost. But now if the I ghost invoke is mad at you. Yeah, fuck Mary Kill. Whatever God runs the Fuck Mary Kill show, they can kill that ghost. Uh, Mary, the My Favorite Murder Gals. Oh fuck! What did I do? I did this wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Now you have to fuck a whole family. Sure <laughs> <laughs> Man, I did not think that one through. <laughs> or did you? Because the incest. Yeah, the incest. The incest. Uh, I, I, I guess love I, some siblings. Can I redact and marry the, my brothers and brothers and me? Nope. You're still going to fuck them. <laughs> oh, man. Avalon, your turn. <laughs> well, I don't really have an opinion on Welcome to Night Vale. Uh, uh, creepy radio drama about. I know like, what it is, but I don't have ghost. an opinion. All right, all right. Kill my favorite murder. Because it's basic. And I have a lot of internalized misogyny. That's going to be really... I want you to know. <laughs> I've listened to it. They're going to be upset by that. Staple. That's a staple. Kill my mother, my brother, and me. Because I don't like their accents. Wait, you just killed two people now. And fuck <laughs> Night Vale. Alright, you're Because just... fuck them. You're... <laughs> Plane rules! Yeah. <laughs> All right, Avalon just O'Doyle ruled uh, the, <laughs> the fuck, marry, kill game. There's no just. I, I, she just killed my favorite murder and my brother, my brother, me, but bam, bam, yeah. and she, what did That's you do fuck. I said, fuck you, Nightmare. Fuck I fucked, you, Nightmare. Fuck Nightmare. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would fuck Welcome to Night Vale because I feel like there's, no way Ghosts. that's not interesting. It has Ghosts to be. Ghosts are good at fucking. There's so much like Eldridge shit in there. There's that doesn't gotta be seem some... like a 
it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be sticky and like, let's go. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and, like, Stop wiggling your fingers. You're gonna be. I'm gonna be a little scared. So like, it's gonna be exciting. I don't like. I just feel like you know. I feel like my favorite murder is better for that because it's like, oh, you know. No, that's real murders. Those are real, <laughs> those are real people. All like, right, I haven't really listened not- to that one either. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm also gonna kill uh, my favorite murder, and I'm gonna marry my Bam Bam because I just want to be a part of the family. You know. I understand that it probably has that abbreviation, but it said. I thought you said in a baby voice, "I'm gonna marry my bum bum," and I, I fucking. Hated it. <laughs> Can I just say I listen to my favorite murder at the gym? Yes. Just when I'm at the gym regularly, I listen to my favorite. But then murder. you get an erection and everyone can see it in your shorts. It's not true. <laughs> I wear very tight underpants yes. for just that reason. Yes, and just underpants to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your erection always sort of pops out of the pee flap. <laughs> Especially when you're doing those crunches. I'm glad that if ever the curtain was to be pulled away on the mansplain minute, man, that tonight is the night. Um, Okay, so I have a question. It's kind of, it requires maybe an annoying amount of thought exercise. Oh, okay, good. I want us to identify what we think our three core listener demographics are and then play Fuck, Mary Kill with them. Fans of the Damsels of Dorkingtons who have listened to us by proxy. Okay. So, Gen Con guys. Gen Con guys. Girls who will never say that they listen to our podcast, but who clearly do because I've read it in our stats that we have a female viewership that is larger than the Gen Con guys and they do not say anything or interact with us. Okay, so closet girl nerds. Closet girl nerds. Gen Con guys. And then your friends. And, and then... No, I don't think there's enough of them. Um, not that we don't have enough friends, but, like, I don't think enough of our friends listen. I think people who know us is actually a good category. Not necessarily okay. our friends, but people who know us in real life. Or people who know us in real life. Okay. Connections. Okay. So people who know us in real life, secret closet nerd girls, mm-hmm. and Gen Con guys. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck Mary kill. Um... I'm going to kill everyone I know. No, I will. No, I mean, this one's too easy because I'm going to kill all the Gen Con guys. And I, I, I'm sorry. I appreciate your viewership. But also, I need to fuck it's, it's some just closet on nerds. It's right? on brand, right? We have to, yeah. yeah. We got to go with the, the queer. Yeah, I'm going to fuck option. those closet nerd girls so that they don't Consensually. So that the, yeah, the, the, yes. Well, the I just needed to say it because you were sounding yeah. pretty aggressive there, Diana. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> the implication of fuck, marry, kill is that people are also agreeing to this. I don't happening. think that consent can ever be implied. Consent must be explicit, Diana. In a thought experiment where the people <laughs> are not there? It starts in thought experiments. <laughs> so, in an enthusiastically consenting closet nerd girls i would like yes. to yes and then <laughs> and then i bad. would marry <laughs> jesus christ and then, and then i would marry all the people i know in real life because right I because we assume them. we already like them yeah, yeah exactly. sorry and just, just by default we're killing the rest no it's, it's 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 easy that's an easy one do you have a different answer nasty francis would oh. you fuck marry or kill our our, our nerd boy fans 
our nerd girl fans or the people we know in real life. Ooh, so. Marry the people we know in real life. Oh, Fuck, I'm marry, really kill. Uh, I, if I say I'm going to... Uh, it's what we said. It's yeah, the same it's thing what we, we said. said. Yeah. It's what we said. <laughs> kill the boys, fuck the girls, marry our friends. I guess I got it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, you no don't got to I've already got to fuck all those five brothers. So, I mean, my... <laughs> Your my dance boy, card is full. My boy fucking card's all <laughs> filled up. You got a lot up. going on. <laughs> got a lot of fucking to do. Gotta kill that ghost. Yeah. It's yeah. a night, let me it's tell a night. you. Yeah. yeah, you have to do it all in one night. Oh, Jesus. It's a lot. All right, no showering. <laughs> Coconut oil. Avalon. What? No. <laughs> that you're not gonna have time to shower between each one you gotta get them all in one night we got like a hundred viewers I just, not wrong. <laughs> we're we're at uh an average of 200 per episode now babe that's just me <laughs> that's just me listening over i'm just trying to be proud of us for a second and we have 200 phones it's driving us bankrupt yeah well, friends, I set one goal for myself tonight, and that was to record a two and a half hour podcast about podcasts. Did oh, we do Jesus it? Jesus Christ! Two and a yeah. half Unbelievable. hours. Unbelievable! I'm so happy about this. It's it made yeah. it one of my favorite times I've had recording. Yeah, this uh, was really fun. Yeah. Um, I think that that I just realized that you're gonna have to do so much more editing, and that's so annoying. Oh, I don't care because I have time because I we're. I, let's face it, we're not recording another one in between. <laughs> so, oh yeah, no. I'm good. When is the when is the actual anniversary? I don't remember. Twenty fourth. It's a oh, Sunday. Oh sweet. Oh, you got eleven days. Yeah, I'm super happy that everybody has been like anyone who's been listening to us has been listening to us, um, and if you've made it through this two and a half hour podcast, I love you, and we had a lot of fun recording it. And then our friend, who is also a podcaster, just launched a new podcast, Dead Rep Pizza, that is strictly a comedy podcast and is not necessarily about any topic in general. It's oh. it's uh, it's strictly comedy, and it's very good. I'll um, listen to that. Yeah. Uh, and so... Please, like, tell us, respond to us, email us. We love it. Uh, about all of the questions we asked about what we should do more of, what we should introduce, and if it, it's anything about what we should do less of, fuck you 100% of the time. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> I'm going to check out that podcast. I'm not going to thank you for making it this long into the podcast because you can spread it out over weeks or just choose not to and i don't need you to listen that is also true i just have to apologize for everything yeah please apologize for filling the world with your joy all right diana have fun with your valentine's day god i'm you know are, are we going on a date because if not i mean cogs oh that's this weekend valentine's day is now Oh, not for us. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, keep you on, we'll keep you on video chat, though, while I'm playing Kirby and watching Deep Space Nine.